Hello everyone and welcome to this Thursday edition of Daily Devotions with South Canyon Lutheran Church. I am Pastor Eric Thone here in Rapid City, South Dakota. This week on Daily Devotions, we've been looking at Matthew chapter 16 and uh, an exchange that really gets at the heart of Jesus' identity. Jesus asks the disciples, who do you say that I am? Peter boldly says, you are the son of the living God and gets applauded as such. Jesus says, you are the rock on which I will build my church, Peter, which is what Peter means. Uh, then Jesus starts talking about how he must go to Jerusalem, he must suffer, he must die, and Peter changes his story and begins to try and stop Jesus saying, you cannot do this, this mustn't happen. And as we've talked about the last couple days, specifically, Peter actually calls on God's mercy and says, mercy to you, Jesus, mercy to you. Peter throws mercy at Jesus as an obstacle to Jesus going to Jerusalem, suggesting that he needn't go to Jerusalem because God is merciful. He didn't face the cross and the suffering because God is merciful. And the subtle evil of, little, of Peter's comments is that he's taking the goodness of God, God's mercy, and distorting it, twisting it so that it actually opposes God's will. Um, so that rather than calling us to discipleship, God's mercy uh, keeps us from discipleship. And one of the theologians that talks about this idea is Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the World War II Nazi-era German theologian who um, writes a lot about grace and discipleship, even as he himself embodied it to the point of uh, opposing the, the Nazi regime and even getting arrested for participating in a plot against Hitler. This is one of his books, The Cost of Discipleship, one I've been looking at lately, again by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Um, and I want to read a little bit of his words uh, about cheap grace, because I think his idea of cheap grace maybe points us towards a sort of cheap mercy that Peter is pushing um, in our story. So this is Dietrich Bonhoeffer talking about cheap grace. Cheap grace says, instead of following Christ, let the Christian enjoy the consolations of his grace. That's sarcastic. That is what we mean by cheap grace. The grace which amounts to the justification of sin without the justification of the repentant sinner, who departs from sin and from whom sin departs. Cheap grace is not the kind of forgiveness of sin which frees us from the toils of sin. Cheap grace is the grace we bestow on ourselves. Cheap grace is the for preaching of forgiveness without requiring repentance, baptism without church discipline, communion without confession, absolution without personal confession. Cheap grace is grace without discipleship grace without the cross, grace without Jesus Christ, living and incarnate. Cheap grace, according to Bonhoeffer, is grace that keeps us from discipleship, that keeps us from following Jesus and in turn keeps us from Jesus. Because Jesus' grace and mercy isn't about skipping over that which is painful, sinful, and difficult. It's not the justification of sin, to use Bonhoeffer's language. Jesus doesn't say, oh, it's okay that you are, that you are a sinner. Your sin is fine. Don't worry about it. It's the justification of the sinner. I know 
that you're a sinner. I know that you're going to try and you're going to fall short. And when you do, know that I'm going to meet you with grace and mercy. But that's a very different sort of grace that meets us when we try and struggle and fail as disciples, certainly as Peter did in our story. The grace that meets us in our struggle is a different than the grace that gives us permission to enter and engage with the struggle. And it's that latter type of grace or mercy that Peter promotes when he says to Jesus, forbid it. Don't go to Jerusalem. God, have mercy on you. Rather than follow, rather than be a disciple, rather than take up your cross, cheap grace says, nah, Jesus already did it for me. And of course, that's true, that Jesus did take up the cross for us. But it's in a distortion of that good gift if we make that an excuse to not try our best to follow Jesus as his disciples. But the other thing about costly grace is that it's also valuable in the same way that cheap grace is cheap in coming but also worth very little. Costly grace is exceedingly valuable because costly grace doesn't skip over the difficult parts of our human lives. Costly grace enters into it Costly grace invites us to confront our own sin, our guilt, our shame, our insecurities. It invites us to confront the sin of the world, the evils and injustices that are around us. And that's hard, no doubt there is a cost to engaging that. But rather than just moving past it, trying to suppress it and pretend that it isn't there, costly grace is the grace that is Jesus entering into those difficulties and us joining with Christ and in the process being transformed and transforming. The painful parts of our reality, we don't just skip over with a dismissive shrug of the shoulders and say that says, don't worry about it. God's merciful. God doesn't want us to have to sit and live with that. And that's why God invites us to engage, enter, and confront those painful parts of reality so that they can be transformed by grace and mercy and God's love for us so that that which brings death can be transformed into something that is life-giving. That's costly grace. It costs us something but it is also of an infinite worth, particularly because it is in costly grace that we are closest to Christ. Let's pray. Gracious God, we know that it is difficult, and you know that it is difficult at times to be human, that we are sinners, that we fall short of what you call us to. But by your grace, encourage us to continue striving to follow you, to take up our cross and head with you towards our own Jerusalems, even as we know that we will be confronted by challenges. Give us the, the courage to face whatever may come our way, knowing that you are with us. 
that you are merciful and that your mercy, when we allow it to touch the darker, more painful parts of our world, your mercy transforms the darkness into light and overcomes every evil through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you so much for joining me for this week of daily devotions. Uh, Linda Black will be with you for another devotion tomorrow, and I will see you again on Monday. I hope that you have a blessed weekend.